Welcome to the Post Show Podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome, Patwin. Man, we had a show full of news and didn't we get did. through half of it like we don't normally because Patwin and I <laughs> go on. so much We get on our, happening. Uh, our, our, our tangents. And but stuff. it keeps repeating, so we'll, we'll be able to bring nothing. it back. Yeah, exactly. we'll, yeah, we'll get to it eventually. One day we're going to either get an hour and a half show or they're gonna, we're going to get a, a daily show. You know, we're going to be, you know, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. All right. So. No doubt about it, man. Let me say uh, again. Let's 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 say that next Saturday next you and Saturday. I are off. Yes. Uh, so if you if you missed our show and you just now listen to the post show podcast, we're off next Saturday, the eighth, September mm-hmm. the eighth. Pat right. and I are off. So you'll be listening to a best of show. It will not be live. Pat and I are moderating a debate for candidates of fifty nine B. That's right. Raymond Dean, the incumbent, the Democrat, against the challenger Republican Lacey. Johnson right. at the Minneapolis Urban League 2100 Plymouth Avenue North. Thank you. Uh, on the north side. Eight. From the on the north side. Cuz they have a, another location on the south side, so or I, I think they still do. No. They might have sold it. No, yeah. they sold it. The one on like 44th. Oh, you mean uh, the one that was named at the Sharon Sales Belton? Yeah, I think No, no, they closed. That closed. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, they got closed. Okay. Um so we yeah, actually we want you guys to come on out. So uh, right. please from six to eight. Um, but we're gonna start. Come out and meet us promptly. There yes. will be no CP time. That's starting. Right. We're starting promptly because again, uh, people. It's a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. We want to be respectful of your time, and we appreciate you. And I have an event later hours. on that night. <laughs> Pat has something else to do. Okay, so we're gonna get you in and out of there. Yeah. But I think that's important to talk about our issues and the hub. Uh, no better place than the hub of the Urban League to have right. those debates. And so, Absolutely. actually, Patwin and I are trying to start a series of these debates between right. uh, several different candidates. So right now, we're aiming at uh, the gubernatorial candidates of Johnson and uh, Walls. Mm-hmm. I have been in touch with them. Johnson, let's just say, uh, excuse me, quick, quick. I'm sorry. I had to. You know, I had to belch. I wouldn't do it on. Having some gas there. I, no, I had to belch. <laughs> I guess it is a gas, though, isn't it? It is. Um, Johnson. I, I won't lie on the guy. The guy will go anywhere and debate. So you got to yeah, get. I'll give. Good. I'll give him credit. Uh, I have. That's why you got to take advantage of it. And I he's bet, a Republican too. Yes. To yeah. So. Well, I, he's a county commissioner, and you never see him. So okay, you should do something. Well, but, there we go. You know, uh, Walls. I've been in touch with the, his camp. I'm waiting to see. Probably won't hear back from them until Tuesday or next week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to hear from them, we'll see what they're going to do too. So okay. Pat and I are trying. Every. Are day. you going to work on Tina? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's gonna debate. But you know what? Didn't they do Actually, something at the fair too? I think a lot of the candidates do that. They always debate. A lot of candidates debate at the well, the fair the because that's where fair. everybody, everybody yeah. comes from. All but over. I think that yeah. to me, so that's easy. I don't exactly. I don't mind that you debate there, mm-hmm. but nah, no. I think that that's like Farm Fest. I'm okay yeah. that you have Farm Fest because that's, you know, the farmers need to have. But their... I, I put that concern and blame on the community. The community needs to be have been pressing for that because, you know, our back, community. Like I said, well, yeah, well, like the black community, yeah. the Latino community, yes. the Asian community. Yes. You know, and I know every some community. Have. Yes, Pat, every community. Have, but then the candidates on one side or the other say no. Then you, then and you blast have. their. Yeah, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, they do absolutely. not, that they refuse yeah. to debate in your neighborhood about yeah. you. Because, I, you know, and I, and I want people to, because people know my heart, people know our hearts, Pat. When I, there's no, we have prejudices, and I think people don't admit that. Oh, yeah, I, we have prejudices, but course, I think absolutely. there's no bigoted and racism. Absolutely. I just, we just happen to love our community. That's right. And think that our issues because are that's important. Our and that's we're, who we are. Exactly. Yes. So <laughs> I think that, like we just said, Asian Americans, Native Americans, yeah. you guys should. 
be demanding That's to right. have debates held in your yeah. neighborhoods yep. at some hub in your neighborhood about that. your issues, yeah. not about white issues, black issues, yeah. pink, gay issues. No, yeah. about issues that affect you your, and your yes. community. Yeah. And no one, if anyone yeah. calls you a bigot, and it's not so identity what? politics. That's what a lot no, of people it's say. Not. Oh, that's identity politics. No, it's not. No, no, that isn't. Every every community does. Even the white community does yes. it. They, they do it under sometimes the it's cover about money, under, exactly yes, money or yes, taxes or exactly. Yes, that's how you do it. And if you don't know the data and the numbers, then you're then it goes over your head. Yes. But then you understand. Women should do it. Uh, yes. the women, yes. uh, women's rights or women, women should, women's groups should host the Absolutely. same thing. Women's, what are you important issues about uh, uh, your body? Yeah. You, yeah. you, women should do the same thing. And, and some of the women's groups are doing that. Yeah. And then even if you want to have more of a broad uh, uh, agenda uh, as a as a candidate, you can still say, well. I have a broad uh, uh, agenda. I don't just target one specific group because Jeff Johnson, he, this, this is what he did. He did that pivot on us on, when he yes, came on the show. Yes, yes. But what he should have done, he should have said, well, you know, I, I, I think broadly about all groups, but here's how my broad platform impacts your community. But see, that's, how, that's how you tailor it in. That's how you do it. Those are, that's, those are people that you know when they don't have any blacks on their staff. Well, And I'm just being serious true. because no, they don't know how to answer true. those questions. That's and so true. the same thing with uh, Richard Painter. Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to answer the questions either until yeah. they hired me as their as senior yeah. strategist. And so when you become comfortable with answering those questions, because, yeah. now you, because now you have a person of color, on, not just a person of color, yeah. a black person yeah. on your staff. That's right. So now you... That Hopefully, tell they're you. telling you about the issues that are concerning our our, our community and how to address. And I think exactly. that would yes. really benefit um, Republicans because you know because it is basically a, a me. White man I would I would benefit. I would benefit. Well, you them. would, but but and, and I'm not saying that in a good way or no, bad way. But yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is yeah. that you know it's very white male white yeah. community oriented. Yeah. Yeah. But and so they don't interact because most communities are segregated. So a lot of people didn't go to school necessarily with people of different uh, different backgrounds and different color. And then even if they did, a lot of times if it was a more upscale community, well then they did have people of different colors. It is it, still homogenous in that in that sense. But if you have people from different backgrounds on your staff, they're able to tell you the nuances of how to interact with the community and how to get your message across. So like a DeSantis in Florida was right. Know, I wonder oh, who's I black exactly. I should yes. use the word monkey That's when right. or ape or or, That's right. know, or any right. type of term. You know, when I'm interacting with a, an opponent that's of a particular race. Exactly. Yeah. No, and so exactly. You know, and then you would know not not to do that because you just talk freely and everybody does it and you're not conscious of it. But I think. No, you're absolutely right, it. Pat. I think. Uh, and you have again, to do it with women. You have to do it with trans. I had to do it when we had the city council people. I had to watch. OK, I can't say it like that or I can't say, you know. So not to offend, because even though I might not agree with their lifestyle or their choices of what they've done, still out of decorum, respect, civility, respect. Manners, that's right. That's just how that's it works. That's just how it works. Yes. I, I'm, yeah. Okay. That's how it works. I'm speechless. <laughs> okay. You, ding. You keep hitting the nail on the head. No, you. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. I yeah. think uh, I was just going to say, too, that same thing exactly with Richard. I think he's already... He's no bigot or anything, but I just think that yeah. you become more comfortable with black that's people right. when you're yeah. around them yeah, because exactly. you're walking on eggshells because you don't want yeah. to offend and anybody. And I think that's where a lot of the, the, the so-called racial tension and all comes from. It's just because, well, the media has a big 
a part of it, how they, you know, polarize things. But then people are afraid to say certain things because I've had white people say, oh, is it okay if I say this or if I say, you know, and people are afraid to interact. So then you get to a point, oh, I don't want to interact with other people because I have to always be on egg. Who wants to be on eggshells all the time? You know, you just avoid whatever is causing that anxiety. And so, and that's, un and that's unfortunate. Um, you know, I had this great conversation actually with, <laughs> with this lady about, um, it was uh, at Obama's favorite restaurant, uh, um, uh, Martha's Vineyard. Okay. And, um, she brought up busing, which, you know, in Massachusetts, that was a huge thing back in like the 70s and, and, and 80s. Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had riots um, about that busing black kids into the white schools and then white kids going into the black neighborhoods. Wow. And so I said, well, you know, I, um, just because I'm black doesn't mean I have to go to a white school and sit around whites to be able to be educated. That's and right. she was kind of taken back that I said it. Like, oh, really? That's exactly what I said. Oh. She was like, oh. And she's like, well, you know, I believe in diversity, too. And I said, well, I, you know, I think people should interact, but if people want to have their own communities and their own neighborhoods, and then when I, then they're kind of like, oh, okay. And then they felt more comfortable because then I explained kind of what, yes, because what was behind that, that Busing wasn't the best way of handling the problem. That, you know, there was a problem. They were finding a way. How do we integrate our schools? How do we get kids um, together? Because when we have these two-tiered systems... Can I stop you? Because you, yeah. you, you, you're working on what I was just saying, what, oh, I, what I was thinking. Um, I think a lot of people don't talk about that. Again, because of their prejudices, yeah. Yeah. people think prejudices doesn't make you racist. It yeah. doesn't make you a bigot. But yeah. that's what they're told. Exactly, where, yeah, because we don't yeah, know the meaning of it. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of us are yeah. ignorant, and that's not ignorant in a bad way. But because yeah. we don't ignore uh, certain yeah. things, and we don't but know what president is. People would be comfortable are. saying, "Oh, I would rather be around people just like me." But I, but you but know everybody what? does is, it. This no. is what because <laughs> of the, and I and I explain this to people. You know, I used to it used to tick me off. The first person I think I'd heard it was Jason Lewis used the word white Anglo. Uh, Wasp. Yeah. No, no, slack, slack, slack. Yeah, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah, okay. Wasp. Thank yeah. you. Uh, how do you, what's the what's the acronym? Wasp. Okay. Yeah. And so, it, as a black person, you always because of usually when you when we heard those be dogs was being blown, <laughs> it was be, by someone burning crosses in our yards yeah. or wearing mm -hmm. sheets. So you didn't want to hear that, right? Yeah. But when you understand it, when you think about it and listen, mm -hmm. as a black man, you feel the same way. Oh. I personally don't want to. I, I I would never. Uh, I don't date white women. Okay. Um. And I don't begrudge anyone that does. Mm -hmm. But so when I understand when they say that I want to make more, I want there to be more black babies in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So when I heard white men saying that they wanted more white race, again, only because you see these sheet, these dudes with the sheets yeah, and, the, and yeah, the fires burning yeah, yeah. that you don't want to hear that you tune yeah. it out. But when you if you if if a, if, if a Stan mm -hmm. was to say that because we know him. Mm -hmm. Then you'd say, oh, I get that because Stan wants a family. Stan wants more white people in the world. And there is nothing wrong yeah. with him wanting more white yeah. people in the world. Well, now, so, people, now, somebody's now is going to turn the station off and yeah, say, this, yeah, this, this, this Negro is crazy. No, but I think, no. But black people think the same thing. And, you know, they say yes. that exactly about Martha's Vineyard. If you go and you read the articles about Oak Bluffs, where the uh, black middle class, black upper class has been going for 100 years, they say the same thing. They say they call them racist blacks because they don't intermix with whites when they're there. Because Wait, usually say it again. they don't intermix with whites when they're there. Like, it's a black enclave. So it's a ritzy. 
some ritzy black folks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't they don't intertwine with black, white folks. Yeah. Why they're there? They because they want to hang around with their, their own, own people. Yeah. In the articles. Okay. Because they're usually the only ones back in regular home life. where they're at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, that's why they go field. there. That's true. Yep. To interact because okay. the, the, the island it's not segregated. Because Pat, when you you told me this, guys, and I, I love learning things new things all the time. Pat was told. Pat, you were telling me that how Martha Vineyard, the island, is so full of, and for years, over hundred years, there were blacks were going, rich oh, black yeah. folks were going. Yeah, that's where the black middle class and upper class had been going since the like the eighteen eighties. It, it, it started off with the servants of the rich whites in Boston and Massachusetts and surrounding area, and then it, it got people from uh, New York and D.C. Where there was a sizable black middle class because of the government, right? The government right. workers they were employed for the government, and um, then well, they wanted a vacation spot, and there were very few places that they could go. Hence the need for the the Green Book. You know? Okay. Um, so there were very few places or resorts they could go, but that was one area where they could go and buy property. So they bought homes. So there you've got four or five. Uh, generation black families that own homes and properties there you know on the on the island so, so. you know that the fact and i'm looking at our facebook live camera too because yeah. you know when patwin goes there you know it, in order to go to martha Vineyard, you got to be a little bit ritzy <laughs> okay yeah be just a little bit ritzy i've never been there i've been to kentucky i've been to texas <laughs> i've been you know Florida, no, really, you know, anybody can Colorado. Go, like, no, so let me let me not Martha's Vineyard. Let me dispel. Let me dispel the myth. So no. there's a lot of Patwin, there's a lot of don't myths. dispel no myth. No, we sure. talked about it two weeks ago. It is very expensive to go there. How much is an average hotel night on over there, Pat? Well, during this high season, which is July, August, and definitely August. It's four hundred, five hundred bucks a night. A night. A night. Exactly. A night. And to rent, but now Patwin has an aunt with a, a week. big, with a big, beautiful house out there. <laughs> and for a week, it's uh, the average is about five grand for a week. So for you a rent week. a house, yeah, to for rent a week. it for a week. Now, if I got five thousand to spend on my vacation, so what? that's your that's your air flight. Think about your airplane. Your, your ferry to get over, if you're taking your car, that's additional cost, and the rent See, I would house. love to be on a ferry. But you I've could never do been it. one of you those. Could, yeah, but you could, you, could, you could do it. Like, yeah. Or you could just go uh, for a day no, or two. No, I couldn't. No. They got a, a room for $100? Like um, you could probably do the hostel. The hospital. The hostel. You know, no, like the hostel. That sounds like it's hostel when you what? get there. <laughs> but they actually have, actually, one of the better ones is, is, is there on, on, the, on the island. A lot of people do it. So, you know, because it's, it's more affordable. I think it's only like 100 bucks, really. Those are probably the cheap black folks. They still got money. They're just being cheap. Well, Those are the frugal cheap, ones. No, Those are the George Jeffersons that live over there, okay? <laughs> yeah. The people that George Jeffersons that got that But money a lot of people rent it. because it's, it's like, you know, if you were to actually buy a home, you're going to have to spend like a million, two, or three. And then if you want a waterfront, you're looking at like $15, 20000000 million. So a lot of people like Jordan, Vernon Jordan, you know, yeah, uh, yeah he rents a farm every every. He was in that's the probably like twenty. That's probably like $20,000 a week. He rents a farm? Yeah, he rents a farm. I don't know where Jordan get his money from. Well, he's in banking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's been in banking. He used to be over the Urban League back in like the 70s, 80s, and then um, he works for, I can't think of the name of the firm, but he's an investment banker. Wow. Yeah, he's Still, huh? yeah, he's been. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's retired yet, so... Wow. Okay. So yeah. So you have a lot of black professionals. So like uh, his wife uh, Ann Dibble, who is cousins, first cousins with um, Scott Dibble. No, 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 no. First cousins with um, the one that they called Monkey. Um, oh, Amarosa. No, 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 no. Um, 
Oh, gosh. Uh, she was in Clinton's cabinet. Monkey. Vernon. Vernon oh, uh, 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 Valerie, yeah, Jarrett. Valerie Jarrett. Yeah, they're first cousins. They've been going oh, he's married to her kids. Her, her, he's married to family. her first cousin. Yeah, okay. Ann Dibble. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, and Ann Dibble's father was the medical doctor at Tuskegee University. during. So that just shows you just kind of the professional class that has been going there for generations. And, you know, it's a great time where people get together. And then a lot of people, like, you know, just come out to visit. And it's just a great, great time, great place to go. So... Yeah, and so we have Idlewild in Michigan is another black um, place as well for vacations, historically. But that has declined. Um, There's a beach, Highland Beach um, out in Maryland. Probably Ben Jealous, that's probably where he goes. You know, where his family probably goes. Yeah. We're going to work on getting Ben yes, on the show. Yes, we get him on. Yeah, we're going to work on getting Ben on the show. I've, we've reached out to him. I think he's busy, obviously, campaigning, and he's reached out. He oh, said yeah. he's wanted to be on. So, Ben, please, come on, man, make it happen. Pat one. Yeah. You won't be back next week. Oh, we'll be doing our debate thing. Man, I can't wait. Make it happen. It. I'm excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Putting please. Putting things into action. Yes, exactly. You can't throw things at the TV. You got to be about it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Got to be about it. Stan, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate Thanks, you, all the hard work that you do every week. And the whole team, Justice and Drew, Sue Jeffers, Walter Hudson, and everybody that's a part of this. Man, I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Man, we want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you listen to us this week. Yes. Every podcast, every week. Jamar Nelson. Patwin Lawrence. Black Republican, Black Democrat. Peace out.